You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary, sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. I think we have an answer for the uh, Sean Callahan saying anything. He posted a, on the message boards, nothing's happening. Yeah, yeah. So Not as of, not as of right now. So there you go. Are you okay? Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, no, I'm not even going to bring you good? it up. Nope, we're not going to. I'll... I'll no, we're fine. <laughs> 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line, both those open for you guys the uh, entire show today, um, as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Uh, all right, so anything on your guys' mind going into tomorrow or into Saturday's game? Um, because, obviously, Mickey Joseph talked today about how things are uh, – Day to day, and it's going to be a game time situation or decision for Casey Thompson. Um, and we kind of went in depth yesterday talking about the differences between Chubba Purdy at quarterback and then obviously uh, Logan Smothers at quarterback. But now, with the thought in our mind and, and the, uh, the understanding that Chubba did not practice all of last week. That's a heck of a thing to say. It is going to take both guys being seriously injured in my mind and physically unable to play for this staff, Mark Whipple specifically, to go to Logan Smothers. Yeah, that kind of seems like it, which is a very strange thing uh, to have to think about considering that, and he said it himself yesterday, Logan Smothers probably has more experience than Chubba Purdy uh, in the collegiate ranks and in playing college football as he started and played an entire game last season against Iowa, whereas Chubba Purdy, I don't know if he has, maybe he had one start. He had, he had one, he's played in one game um, down at Florida down State. Down at Florida State, it was not a... It was not against a, a power five team at all. Anything like, it was it was nothing crazy like that. So Logan Smothers probably has the most experience out of the two of them, but for some reason or another, going with a guy who hadn't practiced all last week uh, as your first backup seemed like the better idea in their minds. And I'm not a coach. I'm not a practice. Well, it's okay. I don't know. I don't know the intricacies of of how Chubba Purdy had been practicing before then, or how Logan Smothers had been practicing before then. But I know that if somebody hadn't practiced all week. I might wait a little bit to see if to see how ready they are to go into a game. He did say he talked to them at halftime, you know, looked him in the eyes, asked him if he was ready to go, and he said he was. So they rolled with him. Yeah. We all know how the second half turned out, how the second half looked. Didn't look the greatest. But in terms of the question you asked before break, and if Casey Thompson isn't able to go, how much faith do I have in the offense or, or this team to move the ball and score points? I still think they'll be able to find a way to manufacture yardage. Now, getting into the end zone might be a little complicated, but you still have Anthony Grant. You still have Trey Palmer. You're just going to have to figure out some more 
creative ways to get Trey Palmer the ball. It's probably going to be a couple more short passes, some screens, some end arounds, hopefully, even though you didn't run any in the second half of the last game. Just find a way to get the ball into your playmaker's hands. And I'm sure Chubba Purdy and Logan Smothers will do a fan, uh, not a fantastic, a, a, fine, a fine job yeah. at doing just that because both of them can throw. I don't care what anybody says about, oh, Logan Smothers can't throw, blah, blah, blah. He's the fastest quarterback you have. He has an arm. He can throw it. He, he can, can sling it. Yeah. Watch his high school tape. He can throw. I don't know what happened when he got to the university where they were scared to have him throw the ball, but I know he can throw. Chubba Purdy, maybe he's a better passer, um, but I believe that Logan is a better athlete, and in terms of what you have on this team, the offensive line's deficiencies, I think having a quarterback who is – more willing to take off and run with it than to and, and I'm not saying that you have to take off and run with it and you can't sit back and wait for things to open up but with the amount of time that Casey Thompson had been getting and that Chubba Purdy was getting uh against Illinois I don't know how great the Minnesota front is but if the offensive line continues to struggle maybe a more athletic and a faster quarterback would be a better option in this game I, I'm curious, and looking back at Saturday's game, we've talked about it in depth and extensively and things like that, and so we don't need to spend a whole lot of time on it. It's fine if you want to go to Purdy. That's not what I was worried. That's not what I was I was annoyed by or, or mad about looking back. It's that the the unwillingness to make a change, to try something new, to adjust on the fly, um, th- that's what bugged me I think the most out of everything still trying to run a Casey Thompson offense with Chubba Purdy well just uh, just trying to make a guy that might not be 100% healthy do things that a 100% healthy quarterback would need to do like not adjusting it to try to get get Chubba Purdy who like we said has not had a lot of experience as well as like the people um or like the coaching staff like figure out a way to get him into a rhythm and, and you know how you get the, get a guy into a rhythm Either short passes to your playmakers and let them do go to work or hand the football off. It's like in basketball. Once you see the ball go through the hoop, it's going to be a lot easier to start making shots. Yeah. I, I just I figure out a way to get them in, I, into a rhythm. And once again, the most frustrating part from Saturday's game was that I'm, I'm not here saying that Logan Smothers is the best second option or, or the best option out of all the quarterbacks and he should be start. I'm not, I'm not here saying that because in, in all honesty, now Logan Smothers can throw the rock, but from what I saw in the two or three practices that I went to in the spring, Chubba Purdy has a little bit better of an arm. Mm-hmm. And he, can, over the, the entirety of the season, has been working firmly with the twos mm-hmm. at the, at the mo- for the most part. And at times with the ones. He's been working as the backup, yeah. But And so that's fine. So you have chemistry to a certain extent. But now you bring him in in a game-like situation where AD and I were talking about this this morning during the commercial breaks and things like that. You bring in a guy that didn't get to play not only with your teammates, or, or practice, I should say, with your teammates and that group that previous week, even this, even if it was the second group of guys, but you're also, yeah, you're watching film, but you're not able to go up against the the scout t- defense in practice. Mm-hmm. That's that's mocking or mimicking the Illinois look. And it's little things like that where I, I go, well, then what's going to put you in the best position to win on Saturday? If it's Chubba Purdy, that's fine. I'm not going to question that. What I'm going to question as, is once it's not working and there's been enough of a sample size within a game, as much sample size as you can get mm-hmm. right within a game, which was a couple possessions or even a full quarter, 
and you're still too stubborn, unfortunately, to make a change or at least try something new. Because once again, whether you're talking about benching, whether you're talking about substituting, oops, whether you're talking about substituting, just because Chubba Purdy comes out for a drive and Logan Smothers goes in doesn't mean that's how that Logan Smothers has to finish the game. Mm-hmm. You can find this happy medium to where if, if I mean if it Casey did, Thompson got benched bingo. earlier this season for a bingo. series. For a series. Unfortunately, We've it was a series it, that you, and, that let gave up points. Yeah, but and in all honesty, we saw it a couple years ago with Adrian Martinez. Where he got benched, he he sat out, Luke McCaffrey came in, Luke McCaffrey was serviceable at best, then Adrian came in and almost led him to a comeback win against, I believe, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those things where you just sit here and it's it's not the the idea that they went to Chubb Purdy is not the frustrating part. It's the it's the fact that they didn't try anything different. It's that they the have lack of, of adjustments. They have a guy in Logan Smothers that's been in the program for three years mm-hmm. just chilling on the sidelines who, believe it or not, practiced all week mm-hmm. you had a guy who as you just said practiced all week you got him for three plays and then after those three plays you didn't see him again mm-hmm. and again he's more than capable i mean he's 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 a division one athlete just like chubba purdy is mm-hmm. they were both backup quarterbacks coming into coming into college one just transferred to a different college the other one stuck around for three years but it's <laughs> we're, we're getting a lot of sorry to interrupt Rico, no, you're but we're getting a lot of questions on the text line about why didn't mickey joseph get you know tell tell mark whipple or why didn't he stand up and, and how, you know, it's Tyler says this. Um, I want to know why MJ was given the pass and not question as to why it was allowed. He's the head coach and it's his ass on the line. Um, in a way, it's not, I, I agree, Tyler. It's not a great look coming back out of it. If you think about how these last couple days or, or since Saturday afternoon has kind of unfolded to where you have Chubba Purdy come in, he was not. Um, the greatest. The, he did not play very well at all, and and the coaches admit that. Um, it, it, you had Mickey Joseph saying on Saturday in this post game press conference that at that point coming out of the locker room, we felt like we were going to need to throw it to get back into it, so we put Chubba Purdy in rather than Logan Smothers. That's fine, whatever. That's that's the justification. That's okay. Um, but then Monday, or excuse me, Tuesday rather. You have Mickey Josephs talking about how Chubba Purdy is taking was taking reps and just didn't get enough reps. That's all the that's all they told us. But then Wednesday we find out Chubba Purdy didn't even practice. Well, he didn't. So it's not that he didn't practice all week; is that he didn't finish the week practicing. So he started. So uh, they don't practice on Monday. So nope. he might have practiced on Tuesday, and Either that might have been the only day. Th- th- it looked, it feels, and it it sounded like there's a little bit of he wasn't practicing all week. No, no. Like so the, the, the entire, entire week. week. Yes, you're right. So now to the point of why doesn't Mickey Joseph stand up? Think about why Nebraska as a whole brought in Mark Whipple with Scott Frost, I'm saying. It was to allow Scott Frost to be a head coach and get off of the offense. Get put the play sheet get, down. Put the play sheet down. Get stop overlooking or stop looking over the shoulder of the offensive coordinator. Stop looking over the shoulder of the quarterback every single play because Mark Whipple's this was touted and 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 labeled as this experienced offensive coordinator that's won championships, that's that's played for conference and national titles depending on whatever level he was at at the time, and he's coached Bolitnikoff Award winners. He's coached um, NFL draft picks. He's figured out a way to get high powered offenses and figure out and and found a, a, a solution or a scheme that works. So that was why Nebraska brought in Mark Whipple. And no matter who the coach is this season, whether it was Scott Frost or whoever the interim head coach is, mm-hmm. Mark Whipple's role and why he's here at Nebraska doesn't change. It's for this this 
experienced figure to not make the head coach stress about the offense and allow the offensive coordinator to do work. Now, 2020 hindsight, obviously, does Mickey Joseph want to turn around and go, maybe I should have stuck up for and said, Mark, we got it. We got to do something. We got to make something happen. We're going to try something different. This number one, working. number one, we don't know if that happened. We do not know what Mickey Joseph and Mark Whipple's relationship is like. What the conversation on the sideline was yes. during and, that and there, game. And there is a way that they might have had a conversation where Mickey Joseph was like, whip, should we try? Whip. Do you, we need to try somebody else? What should we do to fix this? Because you got to remember, Mickey Joseph has said he's letting Whipple exactly. call the offense. This is Whipple's offense. He's exactly. staying out of the way. So when it comes to offensive things, that's all Whipple. Mickey's Mickey's letting Whipple make those mm-hmm. decisions, call the call the offense how he sees fit during a game. Just like on the defensive side, he's allowing Bill Bush to call that game and make those decisions during a game. So maybe he's going to Whipple and he's like, hey. You know, what, what do you think? I mean, he's, he's, he's been an offensive coordinator for a very long time. He's been involved in football for a very long time. So Mickey Joseph is, is deferring to him going, you know, or maybe, I'm, bored, I'm just, yeah. you know, guessing. Maybe he went to him and, and, and asked Whipple, hey, you know, this isn't really working out. What do you think we should do? And Whipple's like, look, just give it, just give it a let little Chubba bit. Let Chubba get into let a him, thing. Let him get yeah. warm. Let him get going. And at that point, it's not – there's the conversation. Now, obviously, once again, speculation. I understand – but we have to remember kind of the roles and why Mark Whipple was brought here overall. And and the this thought gave us comfort of Mark Whipple's experienced. He's been in it for longer than anybody on the staff. He's been an offensive coordinator for an extremely long time. He's, He's been coached. a head coach before. Yeah, exactly. He understands how to deal with the ebbs and flows. But now we're starting to really kind of see that it might not be working or meshing. Think about also the conversations while Scott Frost was still the head coach here. A, a weekly question to Scott Frost and Mark Whipple. How's the marriage going between you and you and Scott? Or, or how, who's to calling Mark the plays? Yeah, who's calling the plays? Remember that one game where Scott Frost came out in the second half with a play call sheet and everybody freaked out? Like maybe there's just some sense of awkwardness, and I don't, I don't know. I, I truly don't know, and we probably will never find out, unfortunately. Um, but I think at the end of the day, Tyler, and also um, somebody else, unnamed texter, um, who said, my question to you is, why doesn't Mickey say something to Whipple about playing a different quarterback? Maybe he has. Maybe he has. And, or, and, and maybe he hasn't. And, but that's something that they just need to figure out as an entire group, I suppose, and coaching staff. Or maybe and, they're and, both. And, maybe they're both in agreement that that there you go. That um, Chuba is their best opportunity to to or Chuba was their best opportunity to win that game. And before exactly. we all pile on Chuba and say, oh, you know, we, we've seen what Logan can do in his one game against Iowa. I do want to, especially with the news that we got from Whipple, I do want to uh, let everybody like remind everybody that before that Iowa game, Logan Smothers had an entire week to practice to prepare for Iowa, to, to, to get into the mindset of beating Iowa, watching the film and, and knowing he's going to be the starting quarterback going against Iowa. Chubba Purdy, I mean, first off, according to Whipple, barely practiced this last week. And also, going into that game, he was not expecting to get into the game. He wasn't expecting to start the second half, the entire second half of that game. He should have been, per- he should have been more prepared. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's the backup quarterback. You're still preparing. You're getting those mental reps. Maybe they're not getting enough reps with the ones in practice because you only have a limited amount of time to practice. He should have been more prepared. Um, but to to compare Logan Smothers' game against Iowa to Chubb Purdy's 
you know, half a game against uh, Illinois, who was the number one ranked defense in the country, um, I think that's a little unfair. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pile on Chuba and and automatically after this one game say he's terrible, he's garbage, he he shouldn't be the backup quarterback. I don't want to do that. I think he's a, I think he he could be a very good quarterback, but I, in that moment, I think the way that the game was going and the the fact that it wasn't working, you weren't gaining many yards. You should have tried something different. Mm-hmm. You should have gone with Logan Smothers just to switch things up. Switch things up, or if you want to keep Chuba Purdy in there, figure out a simple way to orchestrate an offense. Get a, allow him to don't make have some him do throws. five step drops yeah, and try to launch fi- it down. Figure field out a way. Palmer. You have you have a big body in Travis Vokalek. You have a big body in Chancellor Brewington who's capable of catching the ball. We saw that in the first half. You have a guy in Anthony Grant. You have guys in the backfield as well. Um, like there, there are ways that you can simplify an offense, but once again, the word I've used all day has been stubbornness, or, or and just the I, that's the perfect description word, the descriptive word that I can think of all day long is the stubbornness or the unwillingness to at least try something new. Whether and that's not even just talking about personnel, mm-hmm. just trying with with play calling, trying something new um, when you're when you're out there. Um, once again, Nebraska Nolan says what's most egregious to me, and this is the last thing before we get to break. What's most egregious to me is that the staff didn't seem to have a backup plan for when Thompson inevitably missed substantial time. It looked like the plan was just to give Purdy live reps and concede the loss. And unfortunately, um, there there was a moment there where when Nebraska punted the ball, it was like fourth and medium, and Nebraska punted the ball on their own side of the field down by a couple, by still down by a couple scores in the fourth quarter. There was a moment that I I was kind of surprised by that and thought they're waving the white yeah, flag. Yeah, I remember because I sat there and I thought, go for it. What do you have to lose? Yeah, you're losing. So, you're losing the game like, already. If you don't that, get it, maybe they score. That's that's a that's a play that I looked back at, and maybe that's game management. But we haven't necessarily had that conversation. I suppose. I mean, with the way the offense was going, you would yeah. think you would think even if you did get the ball back, are you? Are you gonna are you, move it? Are you confident? But are in you gonna it? get that fourth down? Like it's one of those things. Are you where, gonna get the fourth down yeah, stop? One Third way, down stop, I suppose. One way or another. Like, are are you going to get past the fifty? Yeah. So it's just gonna be interesting to see. Um, there there was a couple things, but hey, Saturday another opportunity um, with good old Brock Osweiler on the call. So well, I mean Nebraska That's Minnesota gonna be weird. Eleven a.m. That game it's gonna it's gonna be on ESPN two. Meet us down like at Tipsy Tina's. Yeah, we'll be down at Tipsy Tina's. All right. Let's go ahead and get to our final timeout. When we come back, Strick and Nate will join Rico. I'm going to get out of here. Um, since it's a Thursday, we'll be out of here. Uh, I will talk to you guys tomorrow, but when we come back, we will have the crossover with Rico, Strick, and Nate coming up on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.